On this 10th episode of Grant Random Reports the News, you'll hear about a pastor who was arrested for dealing meth, people who were spotted having sex on top of a moving subway train, and a woman who woke up just before being cremated. Also, and this may come as a shock, you'll learn that putting batteries into your penis is a bad idea. All of that and more to come. Stay with us. Reporting from Subterranean Brooklyn, I'm Grant Random, and this... is the news. Residents of Tampa, Florida were hearing loud bass sounds at night, but had been unable to determine their cause. A local scientist was hired to investigate, and he determined that the sounds were being caused by the black drumfish in the area mating. His qualifications are several advanced degrees, dozens of awards, and thousands of hours of enthusiastically listening to fish fuck. Not only was Super Bowl 58 the longest Super Bowl in history, but it was also the most watched. In fact, it's believed that it was the second most watched television event after the Apollo 11 moon landing. While separated by 55 years, both the moon landing and this year's Super Bowl were similar in that they've been the subject of various conspiracy theories, all of which are obviously based on logical reasoning. A man who was arrested for trespassing on the grounds of an Ohio library told police that a higher power allowed him to be on the property in the middle of the night. 28-year-old Carnell Gittens explained that he had, quote, checked with Christ and that Jesus had given him permission to trespass. We attempted to corroborate Gittens' story with Christ himself, but we don't have his number, nor is he listed. If you can connect us with him, capital H, please reach out at Grant Random on your social media platform of choice. I thank you for your cooperation in advance. A pastor at a United Methodist Church in Connecticut has been arrested for dealing meth. 63-year-old Herbert Miller is accused of allegedly trading the meth in exchange for watching gay sex. No statement has been released by the church, nor do we know if Pastor Miller had checked with Christ. Meanwhile, a source at the Vatican commented on the actions of the fallen pastor, saying, quote, around here, that's called Saturday night. Two men were spotted having sex on top of a moving subway train while it was above ground in the borough of Queens in New York City. The act of riding atop a moving subway train is referred to as subway surfing, and last year it resulted in six deaths across the city. For those gentlemen to pull off the act of getting railed while on a rail car, it would clearly demand focus, excellent balance, and at least one especially loose caboose. A 73-year-old man in Australia was hospitalized after shoving three batteries into his penis. Are you serious? The man explained that he jammed the button batteries into his urethra for sexual gratification. While he had been successful in getting the batteries out previously, as he's done this multiple times, that wasn't the case this time. Fortunately, doctors were able to remove the batteries, but it wasn't until over 24 hours later that the man sought medical attention. When the doctors removed the batteries after several unsuccessful attempts, they noticed the batteries were coated with a black tar-like material. Uh-oh. Ten days later, the man returned to the hospital complaining of swelling and a disgusting discharge. It turns out that the man was suffering from urethral necrosis, which essentially means the man had a dying dick. This, unfortunately, was the result of waiting too long to get the batteries removed. Unfortunately, doctors had to remove much of the man's penis in order to save it. The lesson here, of course, is if you decide to put batteries in your cock, which you should most definitely not, and you can't get them out, go to the doctor immediately. 
Also, it's totally not necessary to let the doctors know that you inserted the batteries in an attempt to get off. They know. A 52-year-old woman in India who was believed to be dead woke up just before she was cremated. She had previously been brought home from the hospital after being badly burned in a house fire. The woman remained in bad shape at home until one day she didn't open her eyes and her husband arranged for a hearse to take her to the crematorium. You see, according to the crematorium, a death certificate is not needed to have your family member cremated. So if you think somebody's dead, you just call up the hearse. They'll drop off your supposedly dead loved one at the crematorium where they'll just throw them in. Because who wants to go through the trouble of dealing with the bureaucracy of the coroner's office to confirm your spouse is actually dead? Who has time for that? After the woman woke up, the driver of the hearse that dropped her off was summoned back to drive the woman home, where she was greeted by a very disappointed husband. See, this complicates my final plans. I had decided to be cremated because I didn't want to risk waking up in a coffin underground. Totally reasonable, right? But this story suggests a similar problem. I could wake up in the incinerator, which might actually be worse than the coffin scenario. It seems to me that the only safe option is to have my corpse placed in a treehouse where natural processes can then proceed. The treehouse would obviously be covered to protect me from the elements and I'd be wrapped in a blanket to keep me warm. I want to be comfortable in death. And if I were to wake up while a buzzard is trying to eat my carcass, which probably would be the worst thing in the treehouse situation, I'd have various buzzard repellents placed in the treehouse in the event of such an attack. A shield, a slingshot, a tambourine. I'd then ward off the buzzard and then leave the treehouse and announce that I am risen. Then I'd also ask why nobody checked for a pulse before throwing me in the goddamn treehouse. The following story was shared by listener Chase Quinn. Thank you for your contribution to this newscast, Chase. The story involves a 200-foot-tall radio transmission tower that has been stolen in Jasper, Alabama. The tower was used to transmit the AM oldies station WJLX, which is now off the air. No one was arrested, nor were there any clues left behind. One possible motive could be tied to a study that was released in October that suggests zapping your penis with AM radio waves could treat erectile dysfunction. This very real study was published by the International Journal of Impotence Research and suggests that self-administered low-intensity radio frequency zaps to the penis can actually treat ED by triggering structural changes in the man's schlong. The key to this is that it is low-intensity zaps that are administered via a low-power device not the high-intensity transmissions that would be given off by a radio transmitter. If the transmitter thieves were using the transmitter in close proximity to directly blast radio waves to treat their ED, it would literally melt their genitals off along with the rest of their skin suit. They'd be worse off than that guy in Australia, and to be clear, his junk is fucked. When we return, we'll tell you about how Miami Beach is trying to ruin spring break. Those sons of pitches. It is at this time that we present a beautiful intermission.
And that concludes this wondrous intermission. Absolutely stunning. Finally, Miami Beach is trying to heavily restrict the debauchery that happens in its jurisdiction over spring break. During a press conference, the city introduced several dick moves to kill your buzz and fuck up your whole deal. The city explained, quote, expect curfews, security searches, and bag checks at beach access points, early beach entrance closures, DUI checkpoints, bumper-to-bumper traffic, road closures, and arrests for drug possession and violence. Officials have even gone so far as to make the punishment for low-level marijuana possession even more severe. I should point out that not one mention was made about cracking down on outdoor intercourse, a small victory for revelers. It's the opinion of this newscast that if you go to Miami Beach for spring break, party smart because these guys are not fucking around. So instead of driving drunk, ride a skateboard. Instead of openly carrying alcohol, binge drink in your hotel room beforehand. Instead of smoking marijuana cigarettes in public, eat some edibles that are advertised as five milligrams but are actually 50. And the most important thing to remind you of is that before you act, please check with Christ. I would just like to say that I really appreciate you listening to this podcast, which I acknowledge is not always timely with its content or its delivery. But I'd be grateful if you would subscribe if you haven't. Also, give this podcast a five-star rating if you can. And leave a nice review, if possible, on the app that you're listening to this podcast on. Thank you again for listening to the only newscast that alerts you to the dangers of putting things in your dickhole. This podcast has been a production of Idiocy.